Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Through two games, George Pickens has five official targets. I counted six in covering the games live, but the NFL says five, so we're going to go with five. Guess what? Still ain't enough. Either way, and it's got to change beginning tonight here in Cleveland. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. It is Steelers versus Browns here tonight. The actual kickoff time is 8.15 p.m., Inside First Energy Stadium with all kinds of barking dogs and Keebler elves and whatever else they've got going on. And ultimately, this short week duel between AFC North rivals is going to be determined by the running game. I don't think anybody can dispute that. When you have the league's best, inarguably the best running back combo in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, you're going to be defined by that and not by anything that Jacoby Brissett does behind you. Similarly, if from the opposite spectrum, if you're the Steelers and you haven't been able to run at all, then your running game is going to define you too. However, however, I have a different way, a different measure, a different... uh barometric pressure gauge for how this game will be going from the Pittsburgh perspective. And that's this. How often will they target Pickens? Not on principle either. Not because Pickens deserves all the good things. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. He's doing his job. He hasn't had the ball come his way. Life will go on. Now, I'm looking at this much more from the overall view of the offense, meaning if the Steelers reach the point where they can target Pickens on a semi-regular basis where he gets, I don't know, five or six over the course of the game, then a lot of other good things will have happened. And by that, I mean on both sides of the football. Beginning with the run. No, really. I understand that the new thinking in the NFL is the pass sets up the run, 
But let's be honest here. All you have to do is look at the opponent in this game tonight to see that the opposite can still be true. You can still set up your pass with a strong run. And if the Steelers were to somehow, some way, out of nowhere, magically, I guess, develop a running game, they're going to feel a whole lot better about taking a couple chances. Why? Because they'll have second and short. They'll have situations like that that afford them the opportunity to take a shot. And that's just the beginning. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. If Pickens is being targeted, again, on anything remotely resembling a normal basis for a receiver of his pedigree, that'll also mean that somehow between the vanilla routes that the receivers were running Sunday against the Patriots, that Matt Canada will have actually come up with some new stuff. Now, earlier in the week, Mike Tomlin was asked about possibly introducing new elements to the offense, particularly as it relates to the receivers and getting them open downfield and down deep. And his response was, yeah, it's really hard to do on a short week. And I'm sure he's right about that. Okay, so what? These ones that they were using weren't working. So scrap those and try new ones. Otherwise, what are you doing? What are you doing? Did you see Pickens' routes in that New England game? He was basically told to just run in a straight line up the right sideline, time after time after time. To the kid's credit, he still occasionally got open and made a play. But there's no excuse whatsoever for any offensive coordinator to not find ways to adjust that, given what appears to be the shortcoming of this football team. Oh, and finally... If Pickens is being targeted, that also means that the offensive line is doing its job. They've made progress. I'd try not to take this too far because the progress that they've made has mostly been in pass protection. And if they continue having good pass protection tonight against the Browns, even though you're going to have people saying, well, it's because Miles Garrett has a neck injury, Jadavion Clowney's not going to play, so the pass rush isn't going to be the same as what it would be. So what? So what? If you've got good pass pro, keep executing good pass pro. And if you're taking shots, if you're going deeper downfield, even a little bit deeper, then you're doing it with a little bit of an extended release time on the quarterback's part. Now, have you noticed who I've left out of all this? That's right. Have you noticed that I haven't mentioned pass completions to Pickens? That's also right. I don't have faith in Mitch Trubisky going into this game. He is more than free to change my mind or anyone else's mind who's skeptical about him, but I'm also free to not have faith. I don't believe that Trubisky's going to be hitting anybody on any consistent basis, much less someone well downfield when he's not showing the proper technique, he's not showing poise, he's not showing any kind of situational awareness or scanning the football field. But... That's why I'm focused on targets. 
If Pickens is targeted, then you will have seen that the offense around Trubisky has made progress, even if he hasn't. We'll see where the story goes from there. When we come back, J1Q. Shot of Steelers is brought to you by our friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. They are the one, the only, the premier destination in Pittsburgh for craft beer. More than 500 craft beers available, more than 350 of those local, and more than 80 of those on tap. Mike's can't be topped, not for beer, not for the awesome kitchen and menu that's available, not for all the special events that are going on there. Check them out online at mikesbeerbar.com. Mike's Beer Bar, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. And today's J1Q comes from Terrell Dines, and Terrell asks, DK, I'm not defending Matt Canada or Mike Tomlin. If Canada's offense was so groundbreaking, we'd have an idea by now, though, right? It's an unproven idea at best, and it's not translating well at worst. But if the O-line can't stop anyone from getting to the QB and has killed our running game, then shouldn't we expect these quick passes for less than five yards? Isn't this the same desperation playbook that we used last year and blamed Ben on? I'm going to answer this in a way that has absolutely nothing to do with football, okay? We can, all of us, myself included, meaning as a society, get an idea in our heads or even a fact in our heads and not let it go. We become incontrovertible about it, and especially in today's political climate, Regardless of the side or even the subject matter, once we have a stance, it is done. It is set in stone. We don't adapt. We don't listen to the other side. We change the channel when somebody's talking that we disagree with. And we, as people who follow this football team, all made up our minds that this offensive line was going to be a catastrophe. Now, I am speaking to you, Terrell, as someone who said two weeks ago, in no uncertain terms, that this offensive line was going to be a catastrophe. I'm not backing away from that. I said that two weeks ago. Guess what's happened since then? Yeah, right. They've blocked really, really well, at least in pass protection. And it's okay to acknowledge that it doesn't make you quote unquote wrong. It doesn't make me wrong for having said what I said two weeks ago. They're the ones who got better to their credit. They're the ones who shored up perceived grand glaring weaknesses in the matter of just a handful of days and a couple of games. Dan Moore, Ultimate train wreck at left tackle, right? Then what happened? 
Then he just started making his blocks. He was moving his feet more effectively, and he was communicating better with Kevin Dotson. Dotson, just a just a complete mess at left guard, barely beat out Kendrick Green at the position, which is a pretty damning thing to say. What happened with him? Not only did he really seal up on his blocks, but he also became much more active in terms of communication with both Moore to his left and Mason Cole to his right. And guess what? He also started piping up a little bit as a leader. Nothing wrong with that. Mason Cole playing on a bum ankle, playing on a short week. He'll be out there tonight, every single snap. He's been reliable. Not spectacular, but reliable. Solid. And the right side of the line, look, I've been tougher on James Daniels than anyone in town. Because I haven't liked his toughness. I haven't seen enough fight from him at the right guard position. Well, guess what? He's now played two full games with the Steelers, and the next QB hurry or hit that he allows will be his first. He's one of the best at that particular thing through the early portion of the schedule anywhere in the NFL. Same goes for the way Chooksakorafor has graded. By pretty much everyone's account, he's been one of the strongest tackles right or left anywhere in football. Now, can all of these guys do better, especially on the run? Yes, but what you described there about the QB being under siege or whatever is a two-week-old thing that needs to die because it's no longer true. It's okay to accept new evidence. But Mitch got sacked three times by the Patriots. Okay, Two of those were directly Trubisky's fault. Ask Trubisky. He took full responsibility for them and should have. The third one, Najee Harris got blown up by a linebacker. Najee had his man, but his man sent him backward and got to the quarterback. That has nothing, zero to do with the offensive line. So I just want to point that out. I'm not saying that the O-line is going to go out there and Knock them dead tonight or whatever else here. I'm saying that whenever things do change, me speaking only for myself here, I just don't believe in clinging to something from whenever and repeating it just because I said it once and I got to stick by it so I look like Mr. Tough Guy podcast talker or whatever i appreciate the question i appreciate everyone listening to daily shot of sealers we will obviously have another one of these tomorrow bright and early we'll see uh, how upbeat it is 